Citizens of the mysterious kingdom, gather round. A new treasure awaits. Not gold, not even silver, but points. Bring your arcade tokens. This is Opposite Attractions. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Opposite Attractions, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined this week by the man who is the thousandth happy haunt. It is Jim Murphy! <sighs> Murphy! 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 Uh, is that the is that the bell ringing? Yes. I don't know if it the might be picking up very well. Yes, I. Uh... No, no, God, it picks it up very well, Jim. <laughs> My God. I, I apologize. Oh. I'm barely hitting it. I can mute it. I can. Okay, there we go. Uh, oh, wait a minute, J- Jim. Do you hear that? Yeah. It's the is that Harry what Potter roller coaster. <laughs> Don't tell anybody about it. It's a secret. I like so they posted like the up like the image of what the ride's supposed to look like, and someone tried their best to map out what it will look like, and they were just like, and then there's a turn and fuck, I don't know, maybe this way, and then this is Hagrid's place, and fuck, I guess you go. It looks in there. like one of those old family circus drawings. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a bunch of dots and like, ah, shit, maybe this is where this happens, or I don't know, maybe there's a loop-de-loop. But no, Jim, I think that was the real of the of the pass-fast car, because yeah. it's a car that goes by rides and passes them fast. Yeah, you do not want to see the things I found today are, are horrifying. Um, I do have two this week. First up is uh, from Six Flags Great America in uh, Illinois comes the Max Force. That's Max with two X's. Maxie. Because... <laughs> <laughs> um, I would rather... Uh, uh, I was going to say I'd rather ride Max, but that's a different podcast, I think. Yes. Um, this, this roller coaster is a, uh, a launch coaster that goes from 0 to 78 in under 2 seconds. Is Which, that the fastest? I don't know, that but that fastest? seems like it should be. I think there is one in, like, Japan that's, like, its top speed is 107 or something, and I think it does faster than that. Like, Fuck it's, that. It's next to a racetrack, and so cars are going by on the racetrack, and you're going by on the car, and it's just, like, you're keeping up with them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think that's a thing in Japan. Um, Japan. Uh, it has a 175-foot double inversion. No! Jim, Which I think no. is a record. <laughs> Jim, why? You you go up, you start to... Basically, imagine like you're starting to go through a normal loop. And a, okay. as you get up to it, you actually like basically start turning. Yeah. So you're upside down and you, you start leveling out and then you just turn back and finish the loop. That is why it is a double inversion. All right, all right. Um, I'm and just going to try to... What'd you say it was called? It's called Max Force with two X's. It also oh, has what God. I think is the fastest corkscrew at 60 miles an hour. 
Oh Jesus Christ! Which I think is like if you if you ran through a running dryer, I think that's pretty much what you would experience. Yeah, that would be it. Um, I'm pulling up. Oh wait a minute! You say? Oh wait a minute! Someone made it in the game Planet Coaster. Apparently, <laughs> that's probably what, that, think... that was the designer. And then he's like, "Let's yeah, put this, like, make this real." <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can find an actual recreation so I can just kind of ride along with the people at home. You said it, Great America, correct? Yeah, it is Six Flags Great America. I, I don't oh, know if Jesus. it's actually open yet. I don't think it's open yet. I think it's coming coming this summer. Okay, yeah, I'm watching a preview right now, and it's it's real vomit. <laughs> okay, okay, that's enough for me. I'm not even showing yeah. the people at home. You are that a little. Bad. You you have a little too much alcohol in your system to even watch the video. Look, Jim, I did what I always do, which is fill up my how much I drank out of the Diet Dr Pepper with whiskey, and I may have <laughs> drank more Diet Dr Pepper tonight than I thought. Anyway, <laughs> so that's that's one. Okay. <clears throat> the second one is actually from the Asian Attractions Expo in Beijing, which isn't that a wonderful name for a theme park or an amusement park. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this is a lot. It's, uh, I don't know what the actual name is, but according to what they say, it is simply just called the SFX coaster, like the special effects coaster. Okay. <clears throat> this is a dark ride launch coaster that apparently is going to feature four different, like, kind of special effects in it. It's like a screen based roller coastery, uh, Harry Potter site sort of a situation. Uh, yeah. There is the, uh, the gyro table. That is one of the uh, effects, which is essentially the track and everything on it would rotate up to 360 degrees and also rock back and forth. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's so, terrible. So that's one of the things that this ride will do. The second is called the side slide. So imagine oh, you're going no. forward and then suddenly you just kind of drop to your left and or right perpendicular to where you were just going. Oh, no. Uh, third is is just a, a track drop, which I've seen a couple places. I think uh, Bush Gardens Williamsburg might have a track drop where you literally just yeah. like the track just falls out from under you and drops. From down. what I've, I believe I've read that um, that the Harry Potter coaster is going to have a track drop at one point, if I remember correctly. So there, that's three, and then the fourth is what is known as the tilt and drop. I think these are all actually uh, trademark names. No, these uh, are dance moves. I go out to the club and I do the tilt and drop all the time. The the tilt and drop is essentially a seesaw. So imagine you're going down the track and like uh like uh, a T Rex would come in front of you. So you oh, yeah, would yeah. drop down in front of the T Rex and then you would like raise up with the head and then you would drop backwards and go basically back the way you came down a separate piece of track. Oh, absolutely not! <laughs> absolutely not! Because I guess there is going to be, I, because it's uh, special effects, I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of crazy, like, animatronics and screen-based uh, scares yeah. and things coming at you. Although what's weird was, when I first watched the video, I thought uh, Gyro Table said Cryo Table, and I said, oh crap, they're just going to freeze you like the original Test Track did. Yeah. See, with me, I think theme parks are getting to a point now where they're almost like, you know how restaurants will be like, this is the spiciest, cheesiest thing in the world. Try, I dare you to try and shove this in your mouth. That's what theme parks are getting to now, where it's honestly just a dare more than anything else. Like a, I did it. I would never do it again, but I did it. 
kind of uh, like Hulk, which I will stand by my thought that Hulk is not that good of a roller coaster. Mostly because I like the ones where, you know, I could be there and Limp Biscuit will provide me with a guided relaxation throughout the whole r- roller coaster. Stand up and stand down. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, no, don't, don't give Disney any ideas for replacing Aerosmith. Yeah, but meanwhile, Hulk is just like, hey! And then that's all you get. You get some superhero <laughs> music, but that's about it as far as music goes. That's the Ed Norton oh. Hulk, I think. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I don't know. Do do you have a roller coaster? You because I know you are not a thrill boy. Do you no. have a roller coaster that you would ride normally? I, I don't think I've we've only, ever discussed this. Uh, I've only ridden three roller coasters in my lifetime. Oh shit! Can we go back and review? Can oh, we review um, the three? They were all at Cedar Point in uh, okay. Sandusky, Ohio. Uh, the first was the Blue Streak, which is probably like the weakest. It's not. <clears throat> Like, it's weak for being a major roller coaster, but not, like, major, like, like one of these crazy things I just talked about. It's literally just, like, an old wooden coaster, like a sling, ba- like an out-and-back couple of, like, hills. Nothing crazy. Like, the highest hill yeah, is yeah. probably, like, 80 feet. But that's all you do is just go up and down a couple of times and do a 180 and come back. It's just a big loop. Jesus. That, that's the blue streak. The second uh, is the Iron Dragon, which is a hanging coaster. Uh, your yeah, feet, that, your feet do not hang, but the cars hang. Oh, whoa, that's worse, I think. Well, that's like, um, I want to say it was Drake, Drake, no, not Drake and Fire, Big Bad Wolf, maybe, at Busch Gardens Williamsburg did that, I think. One of the, I think Busch Gardens Williamsburg did have a coaster like that. I think it was Big Bad Wolf or one of those where you're yeah. in, where the cars hook hooked to the hooked, like the tracks above your head uh no flips or anything no no twisting turning upside down but the it's like you go through the the, the trees and then you like hit a like a break point and then you go up another hill and then you go down over water and it's just like you do like a like a wide helix like yeah. you're, you're not really uh up you're not going upside down but you are like it maybe 85 degrees and you're hanging so there's just like water like right next to your head oh jesus so there's that and then the third one was called uh gemini which i don't even know if it's still there it probably is it was a wooden coaster that was a racing coaster oh that's really cool or at least like a dual track because it's gemini so two two tracks and so, like, as you're going, like, there is another car, like, right next to you going. And I remember that because the person I was with, my buddy, is, like, four times the size of me. Okay, he's not that big, but he was very much larger than me. And uh, at the end, you go down the last hill and you do, like, a like a quick, uh, like, a 360 spin sort of a situation. And yeah. I was on the side that was basically at the bottom of the car for that. So I had this guy that was, like, double my weight, like, just laying on top of me. For this oh, couple, God. for this like couple of seconds as we run around this turn, so that's what I remember from that. Uh, it wasn't as bad as some other roller coasters at Cedar Point. The Mean Streak was pretty bad. That's what they put. That's where they put Steel Vengeance, that coaster that was open for like a week and they had to close it because the cars kept running into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they fixed well, that, but yeah, that Jim, coaster you... was bad. Well, Jim, you're talking about all these roller coasters, but here's the thing: I went to. Go Gatlinburg, Tennessee this weekend. 
where I did see some alpine coasters, which absolutely not. Uh, no were way. any of them off the ground, or were they all on yes. the ground? It looked like Bubba went out with an erector set and just like <laughs> built up some trap. One of them just took some LEDs that had rainbow on it and fed those up to make it look like Rainbow Road. But no. Yeah, there's, that, that is a thing that is around here a lot. There's a couple alpine slides around here. Yeah, but we didn't ride that. We re-ridded <laughs> the most extreme roller coaster. would make you shit your absolute dookie <laughs> diaper. The worst thing you could ever ride. The Raving Rabbids Extreme VR Roller Coaster. Um. We walked... We walked into an arcade, and all I saw were two VR helmets and two seats. It was empty. It's legit a VR roller coaster featuring the Rabbids of Rayman fame. Oh, okay. It's like, wait, yeah. I thought you were talking about, like, a water ride, like, Rapids. No, Rabbids. <laughs> they were just like, da, 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 da. you know the ones that are almost minions? The minions, but rabbits. Yeah, we rode that, and uh, I'll be honest, surprisingly fucking awesome. It was kind of like Avatar Flight of Passage for seven-year-olds. <laughs> I was like, everything looks so beautiful. Oh, look, that rabbit's on fire. It's great. I loved it. So, Jim, th- we've talked about all these rides, but I think we can do better, because this oh. is a theme park design podcast we're making our own theme park it is of course the magic mysterious kingdom not magic magic and mysterious kingdom tm 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 the it's a DD theme park you get to make your own character if you spend the additional five thousand dollars you get to come (laughs) in collect gp and that's going to be very important for the challenge you have posed to us this week because we're going on a quest for cash because you wanted a Buzz Lightyear, Men in Black-esque, fucking uh, points-based well, game. That, I didn't exactly go that direction, honestly. Oh, I, neither did I. I'm just gonna I was, try. I didn't want to do the Buzz Lightyear again. I really, I could save that for some other time. I'm not gonna lie. For long-time listeners, they know that Buzz Lightyear well is a deep and we keep a digging <laughs> in it. Uh, but I will relent to you to give me your pitch for the first so of these rides. I, uh, I, I didn't really make a ride so much as I made, and this is actually a series of three different things because I'm a cheater. Okay. Uh, this is a quest that you can go on to become the Coliseum champion. Oh, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. So so somewhere in this park will be a giant coliseum. I was going to ask you before the show, was there any plans to have a nighttime show <laughs> challenge for this for this park? I mean, maybe, who knows, fuck Cause it. Because my idea was basically that this coliseum would have like a uh, like an Indiana Jones stunt show, sort of a, a Dixie Stampede sort of a, <laughs> sort okay. of a show. Uh, for like, that could be a nighttime show or it could be like a run every, you know, hour and a half sort of a, sort of a show, whatever. But that, that's, that's one thing in it. But, uh, and that is just for like, you know, uh, character, not characters like guest characters, but like it's actual just a show, like a stunt show. Uh, I was actually thinking that since we did, um, dwarves and we did goblins, that this would sort of be an elven sort of experience. 
but like uh, okay, okay, but more, almost more like garden gnomes than elves, or like Christmassy type elves, like little tiny people. Um, okay, all right, Sherlock so, gnomes is here. Yeah, so uh, the the section outside of the Coliseum would have like midway style games, like as what's the Chester's and Hester's and other such places uh, at at the Disney. So the idea would be that you could play these games to like win points. Okay. So, so it's that you don't win prizes like you would like at a carnival, because uh, the idea would be that you can actually cheat if you have the uh, if you have points to spend, you could cheat. Oh yeah, so like if you got the right rogue skill, you could just walk yeah, well, up and be like, "Yeah, that, I can do this." There is that, but there's also like, uh, I, and I didn't want to have like people with like annual passes, like just like running roughshod and like. So let's say you go up to a thing and they say, oh, you do this, you get a thousand points. Yeah. Well, uh, you can do that or you could spend about like 800 points to make it so you win automatically. Basically, you win automatically. So you still get the thousand back. So you only get like you 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 can play and lose. Or the idea is basically you play until you win. Well, see, with my idea, my idea was always the fact that almost everything was based, if you want to try to use, like, your rogues tools to steal the cash away, you, it would be up to a roll of a dice. So you have a higher probability that you could steal from them, but the dice could still randomly land on My idea is that, like, one, but once you win a game that's down there, you can't play it again that day. Yeah. That way you can't, like, like, cheat the system. Two to three hours, maybe? There's, like, yeah, a cooldown? Or if you use whatever points you get, and you come back, and you're, like, back down to nothing. But, like, you know those games where you, like, have to throw a wiffle ball into a colored hole? And, like, there's, like, a bunch of white holes, and then there's a couple colored ones, and if you get the ball in that color, you win a prize? Oh, my boy, I know. I'm yeah. white trash all the so, way. I know these so garbage imagine places. imagine that, but if you go up, and if you want to cheat, like, instead of it being, like, 90% white, white, uh, circles. Now it's like eighty percent colored circles. <laughs> so oh no, no, or, very... just, or just so you don't have to change it. It's instead of getting it in a colored circle, you have to get it in a white circle. Yeah, like the rules just change. Some, something like that. So there would be different games like that. You get and you can earn points and various things. And then there would be uh, a uh, basically a coliseum training center, which would actually be my main attraction for this area. Okay. So it's essentially like, have you seen the VR thing, The Void, at Disney Springs? Yes, I have. So it would be that, but more bigger. More biggest. Okay. So, more b- but it wouldn't be like a run around, like in, a, in like a big ass room sort of a VR experience, because I would want to make this more available for like a lot of people at once. Right. So you would go in this, and I would also do the, uh, like a moving floor situation. Okay. So that I way can you can that. keep you can compact people into like a smaller area to do the VR experience. Uh, so there would be a uh, essentially like a ring. You would go into a room and there would be like four players, and you would go in up to, and there'd be a ring, and underneath of that ring would be like a moving floor sort of simulator, and they would like harness you into this ring that would be around your waist, and then you would have the VR headset on, so that you couldn't really move outside the ring, but you would still move around in the VR, that way you're not running into people, but also, like, you could sprint and, like, somebody next to you could just be, like, walking and you're not gonna, like, screw something up for them. 
So it's full on Ready Player One. You get yeah, like a treadmill underneath you. Yeah, basically. But uh, you would be able to use the points you got on the outside to like buy upgrades for in the VR training simulator. Okay. That's cool. And then uh, you would go through the the simulator and you would get points for how well you did. And if you did well enough, you would be considered like a Coliseum champion. And then if you went to the show like first come first serve you could actually like get vip seating and during the show they would call you out like oh, up in this box awesome. are our champions and you can like stand up and like wave at people that's really cool i like that a lot and that would be like I a thought... thing that would stay on your like account of your character i thought you were gonna say it was like a oh shit i always bring it up is it last starfighter where the guy's so <laughs> good at the <laughs> I didn't I didn't uh, I had the idea of maybe that they would do like an Indiana Jones thing where they could put people in the show but yeah, yeah. you have to like really like it would have to be like really worked out in advance it'd be like show up an hour before the show yeah outside uh, okay okay so I, I like your ideas I will say before I get into my ride I have an additional thing I kind of want to throw into the park and it is on various pots, vases, and trash cans. <laughs> there are QR codes that you can scan on the app, and the app can give you... Po- like, I, I like to think it refreshes hourly what's inside the garbage can, and the first person there gets to take out, like, 30 gold pieces or two jewels that you could sell somewhere else stuff well, like that you could make it you could make it random and per person uh yeah like that could, way nope that way, well you could like are you could like do a random number generator so that like you could walk up to a trash can and scan it and you might not get crap but then i could walk up to it like five seconds later and scan it and get something yeah and, and also then it, but it would be- know like Oh, I visited twenty trash cans in the last hour. Like, I, I got stuff out of eight of them, and maybe there is like kind of a, a weighted average that so you're yeah, not well, getting not stuff only, out of every one of them. I also like the idea going off of that of achievements in the app because this is still a theme park. Yeah. People are gonna wanna ride the rides. They've spent a lot of money, but there could be achievements in the app for like you've scanned fifty garbage cans. Yeah. Congratulations! You've broke us. You've broke fifty pots. Yeah. You, you owe us fifty dollars. We need to replace those pots. Yeah, but uh, so let's get into my ride and mine. Okay. Like yours is not. It's not a Buzz Lightyear. Oh, also, by the way, I do like the idea that you may get, like, a rare loot drop of, like, a super awesome sword. But if you're a wizard, you can't use it. So you can either go sell it or you can even trade it to someone in your party if you want to, uh, like, boost oh, them. that's good. I like that. hmm But, uh, so my ride is an exclusive because we're charging these people $5,000. We might as well give them an exclusive ride just for the paying characters that have stats. And I know last week I talked about the wizard school where you could like train up and be top wizard. I like the idea that there's a school for all of the different classes. So there's like a rogue school. There is a warrior school. There's all of this. And once you have reached like your top, which is probably, I'm going to say not difficult. It would take... I'd say like a day at the park and you could upgrade all the way. And once you do, you can enter this ride, which is right by the character entrance, which is where the hotel, the character shop, all that is. And it's shaped like a massive castle. It's almost like a weenie, but a weenie for the characters. (laughs) Um, 
It's a character weenie. It's a character weenie, yes. And your goal once you get in is to join alongside five other adventurers. If you already have a party, that's fine. You could put them in and then like two additional people if you only have four. We, f- we figure it out. And you have to travel upside. Uh, the setup for it would be kind of like Men in Black where there's three seats in front, three seats in back, weaponry up front. And you board it, and it begins kind of teaching you about the world of Mysterious Kingdom that you've been living in, teaches you about the history of it, and it explains that this was once a castle that belonged to the king of the Mysterious Kingdom, but unfortunately he deserted the kingdom long ago, leaving it to fall to to fester like it is now. But... Here's the thing, Jim Murphy. King Dalt Wisney. King Dalt Wisney. The king has treasure hidden in his penthouse, but no one's been able to get up there. No one's been able to retrieve the treasure of King Wisney. Because since his departure, numerous unruly characters have taken hold in the mansion's many chambers. And it is up to you, Dangerous. It is your job to defeat them. On this ride, which I have dubbed the Boss Rush. (laughs) So, not only is this ride exclusive, it's also randomized. So, no matter what, when, like, I think when you go in, there's three different tracks that lead you to three separate rooms where there's, like, a different enemy each time on a screen. And so, it randomizes your entire path up probably, like, ten levels. Near the bottom, you kind of have the smaller enemies, like goblins or bandits. But as you climb higher and higher, they become worse, like orcs and giants. And then finally, after defeating them all, you reach the peak, where you must face the specter of the king and his challenger for you, a massive golden dragon. One of the most difficult enemies to defeat in this entire park. So this shit is the closest to D&D you will ever get in Mysterious <laughs> Kingdom. Because it is going to be turn-based. You all roll a random, like, initiative roll at the beginning to fight off against whatever you're facing. And uh, when you enter the ride, you scan your app or you scan your ticket. And that dispenses onto the screen in front of you all of your stats it dispenses all of your hp your health your attacks and spells are there almost like a touch screen and so it's essentially you and your party all working together to defeat these monsters but of course only the people who are alive at the end can capture the gold (laughs) so as a tactical move you could leave them all to die by the time you reach the top but that also means you have less of an advantage against the golden dragon so it's really a matter of like learning about how to work with a party because you know you can't take on the dragon alone in addition to that uh, i'm also trying to make it easier to be not an asshole because all the cart riders have two full heels that you can use, but you can't use them on yourself. You can only use them on... And it's like a heal revive, so if someone's dead, you could use it and bring them back to full health. Um, but you can only use it on other members in the cart. You can't use it on yourself. Okay. But... What happens... Okay. <laughs> you might you might be going this. What happens if a character dies? Well, if a character <laughs> dies and no one heals them... They're kind of just fucking there. Like, they don't do anything. Yeah, yeah, but what happens when the ride is over? When the ride is over, you collect your 1,000 GP or however much, and you go back to the bottom. However, 
But your character's it, alive. Yeah, if your character's <laughs> alive. If all of the participants on the cart die, you are forced off of the track and then go on kind of like a slow drop back to the bottom. Like a oh, shame. I thought you were going to Tower of Terror him. I really did. I thought it was going to be straight <laughs> Tower of Terror. Floor drops out, you're done. No, 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 you just kind of, it's, no, 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 I like this idea better. You haunted mansion it. You go out backwards <laughs> through a graveyard, and then you get off at the very end. Because for uh, a second, when you said every character could die, I'm thinking, are these seats connected in a way that, like, if you don't heal a person right, they just, the, like, they just drop off the side of the car and just disappear? <laughs> oh, God, I like that idea so much better. Also, I like the idea that, each opponent, I'm not sure if I want to pull this off or not. Each opponent you defeat, it gives you GP. So, like, you know, the early ones, you get like 15 GP. Then, as it goes on, you get 100 and then 250. Like, you get more and more as it goes on. And there's two options either you get to keep it all, and then when you die, you just leave with all of it. Or we could do some wink- weakest link bullshit. <laughs> And just, like, before you go into each room, it's like, we could turn back whenever you want, but if you die, you lose everything. I'm not sure how I want to go about that yet. Um. Ooh. That, that's, See, I, I'm, I'm trying to, well, my in my brain, I'm trying to figure out the mechanics of how this ride would work, and it seems like it would be quite extensive. It's going to be massive. It's going to be a massive ride. Like, the castle is just the front, but really, once you get into it, it's a lot of shit on the back that's if it was, trees. If it was more like a Tower of Terror, where, like, instead of going up a track on a cart, if you were just going up an elevator shaft, and then if you lost, like, the floor just dropped out on you. Well, no, what I'm thinking is, like, there's a constant slope moving you up, and then there's also a slope carrying the deceased back down. And, like, there would be some sort of computer bullshittery that measures, like, oh, wait a minute, someone died the next room over, we gotta wait for them to pass, and then you can leave. (laughs) And so there would be, it's essentially a track for the living, track for those coming back down, track, another track for the living, track for someone coming back down, and then another track for the living on the end, and everyone either goes in or outwards. I do like the idea of, like, basically giving people an out. Like, if you just decide, like, we can't do it, like, we're out of... We're out of heels and we're almost dead. Like we can just back out. Like that's fine. Yeah, and keep keep all your cash. Yeah. Or there could it it could almost be like a GTA die and you have to spend two hundred and fifty dollars to get healed back to full health situation. <laughs> Swipe card to continue. Just, just there's oh, a square reader just built into the ride vehicle. <laughs> no, no, no! It's a corpse run. Like there's a it's like fucking um. World of Warcraft corpse run. After you die, you have to run and then find someone to heal you back to full health. So there could almost be like an infirmary at the bottom where you can go get healed up in like the character space. Oh, Jesus. So, Jim, we've made some fantastic rides this week, my boy. But I have a challenge for next week, and it does build into what I've described this week. And it is, I know we've talked about it a little bit. I want us to completely flesh out the character area. I want us to figure out what's in there. I want us to figure out how, what you can spend your GP on, where you can spend it, um, health options. I just want us to build out this entire home base for the characters. Okay. 
And that is my challenge to you for next week. But for Oof. now, Jim Murphy, where can people find you oh. on the internet? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I've been busy this week. As you That's know. Right. That's right. Jim can be found on Twitter at apparently smart, but yes. don't you have don't you have something yeah. else? Yeah, something I did. else to tell the people, <laughs> Jim. He's so happy. Yes, I uh I published a uh, young adult novel to Amazon to the Kindle store. Whoop whoop. Yeah, it is definitely has nothing nothing to do with theme parks. My apologies. <laughs> Promoted. It's the end yes. of the show. Everyone's already yeah. cutting it off. It's- it, everybody's on, and no one's listening. Yeah, it is called Accounting for Glory. It is the story of a 16 year old boy dealing with an admirer that he knows likes him, but she doesn't know that he knows that. Okay, that's some real good big mouth shit. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Scott, after buying that book, find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. Then go to Amazon and buy all my books The Queasel Corp Trilogy, BS vs. The Gods. I'm finally going into pre production on BS vs. The Sequel. I don't know if that was supposed to be a secret, but I'm doing it. <laughs> Fuck you guys. That should be out sometime soon, as soon as I get it all written and published and all that. So check that out. Make sure to check out all the other shows at a load of purebs.com. Ladies and gentlemen, and of course, remember to support us by picking up some merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com or donating to the Patreon. That's where you get access to our Discord, access to me and Blake Tanner's exclusive show, You Paid For This, and then, of course, you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week like the Patreon Saint of opposite attractions himself ransom Meltzer so if you want to be like Meltzer donate at patreon.com slash a load of BS but if you want to support but you ain't got money you ain't got any time just go onto the iTunes app hit that five stars leave a nice little review on there or of course subscribe on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube leave a comment below we love getting feedback from all of you guys out there but until next time remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at op at show that's spelled O-P-P A-T-T S-H-O-W are you down with O-P-P